Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening. Whatever time of day it might be where you're listening, it's always a great day to live life inspired and energized with fitness and faith. This is your fitness and faith coach, Mike Kipp, and I'd like to thank you for joining us today. In this episode of the Fitness and Faith podcast, we'll examine the devastating effects of the puny perspective pandemic prevalent in our society. You'll hear about a mom's side of the family, and we'll visit with Lisa Teal. Lisa is a wife, a mom, a CrossFit athlete and coach, and runs an Advocare supplement business. And you thought you were busy. scare you, but there's a puny perspective pandemic happening all around us. Puny means small and weak. Perspective is the point of view or attitude regarding something. Pandemic is prevalent over a whole country or even the world. Many times you and I get infected with a disease of the mind called puny perspective. There have been billions of cases reported over thousands of years of history, all over the world. The disease's main symptom is the continued presence of the words I and me in our speech. I'm all about me is a lonely place to be. Now there's a quote for you. One of the athletics departments at which I worked, we wore t-shirts that had the word team written in very large, bold print across the chest. Right under team, there was a little tiny me. You could barely see it. When first seen, the shirts looked silly and confusing. But as one became aware of the culture in the program, the writing on the shirts made a great deal of sense. The perspective of the team was always first. Always there was no accepting a puny, I'm all about me perspective. When we get caught in our own puny perspective, we miss out on many opportunities offered to us by God's huge universe. There is an abundance of space, time, and whatever else is needed to connect with and really experience God by accepting and receiving His love and then connecting with others by sharing His love with them. We must adjust our perspective to a larger spiritual perspective if we are to see the abundance that is all around us. When I go outside and look down my street, the limited perspective I get is uniquely mine. It's confined to my little ground view. It's difficult to envision what's around the corner or over the hill. Or how we might be connected to those things in God's awesome creation we cannot see. Someone in a plane flying by would have a much different perspective of the street. The details of our street would not be as significant as what was going on around the street. Other streets and traffic flowing in all directions around us for miles. Someone with a plane's perspective could see where our street was located in relation to other streets, buildings, and landmarks. The scene on our street would be described very differently from a plane than it would be from standing on the street. 
Imagine our perspective from a space station. The view towards my little street would include continents and oceans, yet those massive things are somehow connected to this little street. I read a statement that made this point. We do not see the world as it is. We see the world as we are. Here's another one with great meaning concerning perspective. Change the way you see things, and the things you see change. Listen to that again. Change the way you see things, and the things you see change. When we learn to view ourselves and the world around us from a spiritual perspective, instead of a puny, I'm all about me perspective, the things we see and the way we see them change drastically. My view, the I view, is very limited. When we work through a process of developing our spiritual awareness, spiritual fitness, if you will, our view of life is transformed. We are transformed. And those connected to us, especially those closest to us, will reap the benefits of our perspective transformation. Physically, while we are on this planet, our spiritual self is kicking around in our one and only human body. It's vitally important for us to make sure our physical body, our spiritual house, and what God's Word refers to as the temple of His Holy Spirit, is an efficient vessel for our spiritual self. We need to make sure it's energized. Fitness and Faith Ministries is dedicated to helping you transform your body and spirit. We want you to have an inspired and energized life because inspired and energized individuals are great life teammates. They're all about we, a connection and interdependence with God and those around them. We. And they can't help but have a positive effect on those with whom they come in contact. Once again, for a little fitness and faith funny, a child asked his father, where did people come from? So his father said, God made Adam and Eve, and they made babies. Then their babies became adults and made babies, and so on and so on. The child then went to his mother and asked her the same question. And she told him, we were monkeys. Then we evolved to become like we are now. The child ran back to his father and said, you lied to me. His father replied, no, 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 calm down. Your mom was just talking about her side of the family. Today, we are joined by Lisa Teal. Lisa is a wife, mom, CrossFit athlete, and coach, and a distributor of Advocare Nutritional Supplements. Lisa, thanks for joining us today. Thanks for having me. I'm excited to be here. I am glad we could catch you. Um, that sounds like a very, very busy schedule. Yeah, it does keep me hopping around. <laughs> it's fun, though. I like to have a full life, so it's fun. 
Well, can you tell us a little bit about CrossFit and Advocare and your work with those organizations? Yeah. Um, I mean, really, it's the perfect combination of everything that, that I am and I've been looking for. And, you know, some people are really blessed to have um, a career that also just feeds into their passion. And so both of those things, CrossFit and Advocare, does that. And I know I'm meant to be a coach and um, help people meet their goals, and both of these uh, Advocare and CrossFit allow me to do that. And CrossFit is, you know, I feel like when I started it about 10 years ago, my husband and his sister started our gym, CrossFit Central, in Austin about 12 years ago, 12 years ago in November, actually. And so when I got involved with CrossFit and CrossFit Central, it was um, about 10 years ago, it was fairly new, and people weren't weren't sure of it and weren't didn't know what what it was and I feel like that has changed and um, if nothing else you know that it you've seen kind of the crazy addition of the CrossFit Games on television and, and some of the feats that it, it um, those athletes perform but basically it's functional fitness in a group setting and um, everything is for prime or um, as, as it's a high intensity right and so. Um, it really fit my personality, and then from there, getting to work as a coach um, and adjusting it to all levels. And my passion is to work with either people that are brand new to CrossFit, brand new to working out, or um, I have several clients who are in their their 60s. So maybe not people that would typically you would think of, of coming to CrossFit, but it's really been fun to see how the same principles can can help those folks. And so. You know, we've got CrossFit Central here in Austin and about 500 athletes in our programs on a monthly basis, which is just a great opportunity to impact and, and minister by example, really, in that field. Um, and I'm not doing a whole lot of that now. I've got a five-year-old and a two-year-old, and so those guys keep me busy. Uh, and kind of about the time my son was born, uh, we started looking at AppleCare as a business opportunity, and their products, they're something that we've loved for for years. I've been taking college for about 10 years, my husband for about 16. And really, it wasn't something we planned to get into, but the culture of Care was something that was so impactful to me and to our family. Um, and really, you know, we've we talked about this in a little bit, the people in Care are really the reason that I started to pursue my faith deeper and really started to seek a relationship with Jesus Christ. And so it's had a huge impact on our life in that regard. And then you know, on top of that, we've been able to help a lot of people feel really great and lose weight and earn extra income. Uh, and again, it's just a great avenue to help people live their fullest life and feel their best possible. So both of and to complement one another, which is really great. Good. And, and those people that know me very well know that I've uh, been on Advocare products for quite a while and really believe in them and, you know, me and my family, uh, my young athlete son, as he was developing um, it was amazing to see what those products did for him and for me when I was approaching the age of 50, which I've gone past now. It was a good combination for us. There was there was some really good products that fit both of our times in life. Well, can you give us a little of your background and how you developed your phys- in your physical journey and, and ended up in the fitness business? Yeah, I'm, um, growing up, I was always active. I was, you know, my mom was a runner, and I'll go out and run with her, and always was into fitness uh, and activity. But you know, really, I developed an eating disorder in junior high and high school, and um, the physical aspect of my life wasn't necessarily the healthiest. 
and a lot of that was linked to my spiritual life. And um, so kind of overcoming the eating disorder has developed both my, myself as an athlete and my physical journey. And, um, and one of my one of the things that I'm most proud of and that I know that God, that God has had the biggest part of is the fact that I can, you know, sit here and say that the eating disorder is not a part of my life now. It's not something I thought it was something I was going to have to live with forever, and I'm free from that. Um, you know, I've been able to participate in the Boston Marathon. I've gone to the CrossFit Games four times as an individual and as a teammate both. So um, just being able to fulfill, you know, physically and spiritually things that I never thought were possible uh, has been a really um, something I'm really proud of and want to share the tools that I have that have helped me get there with other people, which is, again, goes back to my passion for sharing fitness and, and nutritional supplements and nutrition in general. So you mentioned a little bit about your spirituality, and can you describe your spiritual journey for us, how that ended up being important to you? Yeah, um, you know, I didn't really grow up with uh, with a, a North Star or, or a hiding principle to speak of, and I always knew that God was there, and I can remember being young and praying to God, and um, I knew about Jesus, and I knew about heaven, and I knew, but I didn't really understand what it meant to have um Jesus be the, the leader and the, the you know, your companion and someone who really guides you on a daily basis. And so I think it took, you know, 10, 12 years because I didn't necessarily seek out or attach myself to mentors until I got involved with AdvoCare and I got around my husband's family who are um, very strong in their Catholic faith. And that helped me, you know, find my grounding. And so it's been, it's been a very rewarding journey, um, maybe longer than others and, and, I hope to give my kids a foundation that maybe I didn't get to bounce off of, but the last two years, just being involved, I've gotten involved with a church with Bethany, who was also on your podcast, which is an assembly of God's church, and um, gotten to be a part of Bible studies and around women and around families who truly have um, Jesus as the center of his life, and you know, learn to have a personal relationship, which is, I think, something that you hear about, but... I didn't have the tools or the know-how to make that happen. I didn't know what that meant or what that truly looked like. And some of the things that I heard or you read, it makes sense in concept, but I couldn't figure out how to apply it and make it, you know, a fabric of my life. And so that's really been the most exciting thing over the last couple of years that, that I've personally been able to do. And then, of course, that just seeps into my family life and to the strength my husband and I have and, and everyone around you, really. I think, you know, what you're doing um, – it seeps into other people's lives and is an inspiration to, to folks. And that's kind of what I hope, too, is that they can see a change or a difference in me and ask, what is that? How do I do it? get it? And where do I go from there? Um, because it's really the most important thing that there is. Like, you know, it's, it's, it's the most important thing I can think of that you need to focus on is your spirituality and, and your relationship with God. Well, that that development, I think you mentioned that word, and that's a, that's a word I use with the physical and the spiritual I think they are similar in in those concepts. The you know you talked about the older athletes or the beginning athletes or older ones, whichever that were new to CrossFit. Those concepts yeah. and putting those concepts into uh, into their life, it, it it slowly but surely changes them. And I yeah. think our spiritual development is much the same. Uh, we have to start where we are. And then as we build and learn and develop and, and incorporate that into our life, that's how we grow. 
Um, in your background stuff, I didn't hear where you were uh, where you were raised. Were you from around Central Texas or somewhere else? No, I grew up in uh, near Asheville, so Western North Carolina, um, and then lived, you know, in the mountains until I went to college, and I went to the University of North Carolina and stayed in that Chapel Hill Raleigh area until I moved to Austin. Uh, in about 2003, I moved to Austin. It was I was headed to Phoenix, and um, you know, this is one of those stories where at the time I didn't say God's telling me, but you look back and you you know that God's telling you, and I was planning a move to Phoenix and. No reason except for I wanted to change. Uh, my space changed where I was, not realizing that I follow myself wherever I go, you know. Um, and so I chose to go to Phoenix. And on my way to Phoenix, I came through Austin. Um, I had a friend that had played football for Matt Brown at UNC, and you know, Matt Brown was then at the University of Texas. So we came through, saw Coach Brown. It happened to be Cinco de Mayo. Everyone was out. People were running. People were biking. The lights were here. Uh, I had an aunt who lived about 30 minutes from Austin. I hadn't seen in 10 years. And she just said, why Why are you going? Like, you need to stay here. We'll give you a place to stay for a few months. Uh, I, I don't think you should go to Phoenix. And literally on the drop of a dime, I changed my mind, got my belongings shipped to Texas, stayed here, and it's just been um, everything has fallen into place, uh, jobs, relationships community, uh, all of it. This is one of those things that you think you have a plan and God's plan is better, but you don't know it until you walk through it. You know, and so anyway, that's how I got awesome. It's been pretty awesome. I've always said that God's will is best viewed in the rear view mirror, not the windshield. It's hard for us to see what he's got planned, but we can many times look backwards and say, all right, I get it now. Well, we talked a little bit about physical and spiritual development. Why do you think both of those are important for us? Um, I mean, I, I just feel like our body, it truly is our temple, and it, it, we only get one of them, and it's the way that we experience the, wor- the world. Um, and, you know, when, when I saw this question, one of the things that I thought about was that both your spirituality and your physical state are something that you have to continually work on. And it's not like um, I can train for the CrossFit Games or I can train for a marathon and then stay in that physical condition all the time. I'm going to have to continually go back to the weight room. I'm going to have to go back to the track. I'm going to have to go back um, to developing the skills that I want to maintain. And every time I do that, I'm going to get a little bit better. I'm going to sharpen something that wasn't sharpened before. And I feel like your spirituality is much of the same. I mean, you're never going to reach the destination. You're just going to develop and secure and strengthen the relationship and your awareness um, and kind of the blessings are, are magnified when you time, spend time strengthening your spiritual life. And so I, they're both, I forgot, they're linked together in that. It's, you know, I can't remember exactly what your question is, but I might be getting off track, but those are the two most important things in the world. Your spirituality and connection with God is really the only thing that you have in the end. And I feel like without the health of a physical, capable body, you're not going to be able to experience the world and the life that he has blessed you with. So both of them are something that are just, it's a constant progress. It's a constant project. And I, I like that you talked a little bit about, you know, for both of them, it's about growth. You know, you can't just stay the same. And so right. we have to continually change and grow uh, you know, that's a part of what life is. If you're not growing, well, you're dying. What's your favorite form of exertion? Um, you know, I really love competition. And so I don't think that I could figure out one 
space, but I love to compete. I love triathlon. I um, don't run as much anymore, but I've done, uh, you know, road races. I love CrossFit competitions. I think one common theme in my life has always been going to the weight room and, and lifting, and so I love lifting. I also think that's one that's scalable for just about whether, you know, whether I'm pregnant, whether I'm competing, hopefully when I'm 70, when I was 15, like all the way through, I feel such a benefit from weight. So I guess I would say weight, but I love being outside. So don't take away my swimming and don't take away my running either. You know, <laughs> it's like I need some variety. Your, your favorite form is variety. Yeah, maybe that's the answer. And a little everything. There you go. Well, what's your favorite way to work on your spiritual self? Um, I learn a lot from people. And so I know that the relationship is strengthened in stillness and solitude, but I really benefit a lot from being around um, people of wisdom, people with more experience. And you know, as we speak now, I'm getting ready to go into a Bible study, and I'm the youngest by decades. Um, you know, I'm, I'll be 40 in January, and I sit at a table with three 80-year-olds, two women in their 70s, and a woman in their early 60s. And I love it because they have so much wisdom, and it's so, if you talk about that rearview mirror and seeing what God's hand has done by looking back, and their perspective on things versus where I am to go has been really refreshing. And so being around people of wisdom that can refer to things that have happened to them, that just validate the things that God is doing in my life, and then using that wisdom to go into my time of stillness and solitude and reflection, um, kind of a combination of I can't I can't do it all alone, and then I don't have the relationship if I'm just in a group. So, um, kind of having those two things work together has been the most successful thing for me. That's one of the things that I like about doing this podcast is I get to talk to so many different people that have little a little bit different take on on things and. It's all about gaining that wisdom from different people's life experiences, and I think yeah. that's a great way to work on your spiritual self. Do you have a favorite Bible verse you'd like to share with us? Yeah, you know, um, one, I, I have two. I hope that's okay. But, uh, I will let you, that... will let you do two. <laughs> okay, We'll, we'll awesome. bend the rules today. Okay, I appreciate that. So the one that's always hip, hip, of me is, you know, Exodus fourteen fourteen, which is the Lord will fight for you. You need only to be still. And my personality type is to go out and elbow my way to the top. And um, that doesn't work and that the reward isn't isn't the greatest if I do it that way. And so just a reminder that, you know, the Lord's fighting for me. He's already fought for me. And all I need to do is be still. And unless I'm still, he can't find me. So that one is always just, that's a staple. And then um, this year, uh, my son, he, he just turned five, and so one of the things we do is some Bible verse work in the morning and just kind of make it fun. And the very first one that we learned was, uh, the Lord is my shepherd, I have everything I need. And it's Psalms 23, and it's kind of a, it's the kids' version of it, so if you look it up in the Bible, it's not going to say exactly, but the Lord is my shepherd, I have everything I need. And that, again, is something that just has stuck in our household. It's an easy remember, like, Oh, yeah, okay, there's my guy, there's my North Star. Let's get back on it. The Lord is my shepherd. I have everything I need. Um, and so it's been fun to just have that kind of filter through our household and our life this year. I, I like how that interpretation went because when I was young and I first heard that vo- verse, I was very confused because it said, 
the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. And I always was confused yeah. about why I didn't want him. And it, yeah. <laughs> I wish somebody would have changed those words around back then for me because it was very confusing for quite a while. Uh, yeah, I think that's why it's so um, it resonates so because of the, just the verbiage tweak that that a, a child can understand. Well, do you have a favorite quote? I don't really have a favorite quote. Um, I don't really. I think you know every year I come up with a mantra and kind of look at something that that I want to focus on for the year. But I don't have like a, a lifelong quote that I that really resonates or sticks with me. You know what's been interesting to me in this podcast series is that guys tend to be more quote oriented and the females have not been as as quote oriented it's it's i I would like to see if somebody could do a study on that well the million dollar question is the one i never let anybody leave without answering if you could put one thing on a t-shirt or billboard that everyone you know or with whom you come in contact could see every single day what would that be Awesome. Okay, I love this one. And, you know, surprisingly, that was really easy for me. It's super simple, but I love hashtags. I don't know what that, that can annoy people or they think it's funny, but I think it's, like, just fun. But let's go, and I always hashtag let's go. Hashtag let's go, because to me, taking a step forward and taking action is the way to solve almost every problem. Um, it's, if you can figure out the one thing to do next, then you're going to pull yourself out, or one thing to do next, then you're going to improve what you're what you're up to, and maybe that's stillness and solitude, but you're still going to let go and do it. So hashtag let go is my billboard. Love that one. That sounds great. I think a lot of people can benefit from that. Do something. Get going. How can people find you? <laughs> the best way to find me is to go to my website, which is Bender Teal, and it's spelled T H I E L, so Bender B E N D E R. T-H-I-E-L dot com. And then, of course, that'll have my Facebook link and email and that sort of thing. So going to the website is probably the best way to get in touch with me or to see what I'm up to. When I'm coaching teams and we come to the end of a practice or game, we gather together for a couple of reminders before we part ways. These are your reminders. Be sure to learn about the benefits of being on the Fitness and Faith team which include our More Through Multiplication charitable giving program by checking out our website at fitnessandfaithministries.org where you will also find valuable tools and information like our weekly blog study, exertion video links, and links to healthy recipes. It's all designed to help you find your fit. Use the contact page to send us your Fitness and Faith funny or suggest someone who would be a great interview. Thanks again for listening to the Fitness and Faith Podcast. And remember, it's always a great day to live life inspired and energized with fitness and faith.